what an amazing thing to gather in this way together uh, for this time and at this time. And I really want to reiterate what Claire said about how welcome each of you is. Uh, seems like people from right across the world here and with no doubt very different backgrounds and experiences. Um, I really want to repeat that sense that you're really welcome here, whether you've been practicing mindfulness for years or whether this is your first, first time. So please know that wherever you are and however you're doing at this time, you're really welcome. You're really welcome. And uh, our intention in these sessions is to provide support, is to offer some uh, perspectives and mindfulness practices that may just be helpful uh, at this time. Um, because, you know, when, when there is so much uncertainty and so much concern and so much sense of urgency in the air it just feels so important to find ways to resource ourselves and to support our mental and physical resilience for what uh, we know is going to be more like a marathon than a sprint because because without, without these kinds of practices, without these kind of daily routines and supports for our mental and physical wellness, it's, it's going to be all too easy for, for even the fittest of us to, to feel depleted and, and, and burnt out. And you may be feeling that already. So these sessions and indeed this session is a chance to resource yourself to pause and to feel the ground under your feet like we've just done to give to give yourself a chance to breathe out as well as to breathe in and to support your nervous system, if you like, in, in releasing stress, releasing tension, and moving back towards a sense of balance and health, even in the midst of the challenges of this time and this day. And as Claire said, the, the theme of this particular session is finding steadiness in uncertain times. And I'd like to, to try to offer reflections around three kind of basic themes in relation to that. The first of which is, is finding support and steadiness in the body. 
and, and easing its tensions. As, as many of you will be aware, mindfulness is, is present moment awareness, present moment awareness, a, a way of training our attention to be more fully present here and now with what we're experiencing in this moment, rather than being locked into patterns of kind of repeat loop thinking about the past and the future. Of course, planning is important and important at this time, but so is being able to come out of planning mode in order to resource ourselves with a sense of okayness and a sense of steadiness, a sense of sanity, if you like, here and now. You know, our minds constantly time travel and our bodies are always here now. And so as we were doing with Claire, you know, mindfulness, starts with this basic choice to sense our body right here, right now. To feel our feet on the ground. To feel the contact of the body with the chair. Choosing to, to receive and be in touch with these sensations rather than just following the stream of thoughts, the, the thought buses that come along and want to take us for a ride. Just that sense of coming back to the body sitting here now, patiently, deliberately, each time we, we notice that our mind has been carried away. And we can probably feel how stress accumulates in the body. You may, you may be able to sense this and it can be so helpful in, in mindfulness practice to cultivate this sense of grounding that Claire began to open up for us just now. The, the sensations of our feet on the floor or on whatever they're touching. Really to get curious about how that feels in this moment. This feels a really good time to, to be more with our feet. An anxiety, agitation tends to send us up into our heads. We go up and tight. And that practices of grounding, practices of feeling our feet in contact with the floor can be so supportive, so steadying, such a source of uh, sanity and balance, even in the midst of the turbulence of this time. So if your legs have been crossed, you might just want to have that sense of planting your feet on the ground and tuning to sensations. And, and if we're new to this, that can be a kind of new uh, a 
kind of unusual invitation to, to feel the, the tingling, the gentle sense of pressure. Maybe there's a sense of the softness of whatever your feet are in contact with, or the texture of that. Maybe you can feel your heel bones in contact with ground. And of course, if there's discomfort in your feet, then you may want to just find a part of your feet that feels okay. So really leaning into what is supportive at this time, what feels uh, okay right now. So feet. And we may notice the support of seat as well. So feeling, receiving that contact with whatever you're sitting on. <clears throat> One of the qualities of mindfulness is, is a friendly, welcoming attitude. And so you could have a sense of, of welcoming and even appreciating the sense of support that your chair or whatever you're sitting on is providing in this moment. Again, can you tune into the sensations of this, the tingling, the pressure, whatever temperature there might be, a kind of fuzziness that you may notice in sensations? But seeing how it is to linger with these places of steadying, these places of grounding, the feet and the seat. And of course, our minds wander. You know, that's, that's what minds do. They, they pick up thoughts, they follow impulses. And as, as many of you will know, the the practice of this, the, the cultivation of resourcing is about patiently coming back, patiently returning to the sensations of these anchors, these supports. Just each time we notice the mind has wandered, just patiently coming back, patiently returning, getting interested again. Okay, how does it feel to have feet in this moment? To feel that sense of support. So feet and seat. And hands. <clears throat> Sensing your hands and all the sensations that they're presenting to you. Maybe those are sensations of contact with clothing or with your body or even with the air. Can you feel that or just get curious about that? Can you, can you feel the weight of your hands? 
they, they have a, a kind of weight to them, a kind of heaviness. A sensitivity and a fullness. Can there be an appreciating of that? These anchors can be resources that we can return to at any time, feet and seat and hands. They're, they're ways of regulating our bodies and our minds to support a sense of steady, steadiness, to support a present moment awareness and connection. Sometimes just moving the attention between these three anchors when we feel very agitated or feel very anxious, feet and seat and hands. This can be such a, a grounding practice that can really patiently support a, a, a kind of changing of the climate of our mind and our body. But another fourth and final theme just to play with is breathing. So feet and seat, hands and breathing. Can you feel now the, the flow of air moving through the body as you breathe in? And the sense of air moving through the body as you breathe out. As we've said, when, when uh, we're stressed and anxious, we often hold our breath to some extent and don't fully allow the body to exhale. And so you might in this moment really just give yourself permission to breathe out. When the body feels grounded enough, it, it's more willing to breathe out. So letting the sense of feet and seat and hands also support a sense of breathing out. the sense of letting go that breathing out enables. If we did nothing other than this for the whole of this uh, hour, that would be time, that would be time well spent. And to take time each day just to intentionally connect with these supportive sensations of feet and seat, hands and breathing. That can be such a sense of resource, that can provide such a sense of resourcing and nourishment and self-regulation, we could call it, in the midst of these difficult times. And letting that awareness be appreciative, letting it be receptive to the sensations that are here, that's a way of really fully receiving the gift of this kind of practice. Can we appreciate our breathing rather than just breathing 
mechanically, just breathing automatically. As, as you're tuning into the body in this way, you may notice that, that there is discomfort or tension, or maybe it just feels too restless to be able to settle. And one of the themes we really want to offer in these sessions is the theme of moving the body in a kind and mindful way. Because we can go into states of contraction and kind of a, a kind of freeze, a kind of tightness that just stores and perpetuates the difficult mental states and emotions that are around. And so just an invitation now to, to bring some gentle movement into the, your shoulders. To let your shoulders move in, in circles, perhaps. Just as a way of easing any tension that you're feeling there. This, this, is, this may seem kind of insignificant, but actually in terms of supporting our mental and physical well-being, these practices of the body are so helpful, so well-researched as trustworthy supports to taking good care of ourselves in difficult times. So letting your shoulders roll first one way and then the other, and seeing if you can stay with those sensations. So as Claire was inviting us, it's, it's helpful to slow movement down, particularly when we fed, felt sped up by events and anxiety. So just letting any movement in your shoulders have a, a kind of gentleness to it. And then you might also see, is there movement in your hands and arms that would feel helpful? Sometimes just to have a sense of shaking out, just gently shaking out some of the accumulation. Oh, I see some yawns. It's often a sign of the body re-regulating uh, and, and coming more out of a kind of fight-flight mode that we may have been in for a few days into something more restful. So just letting your hands and arms, the wrists, just shake out a little bit, gently, gently. Uh, just as a release for all that may have been accumulating there. Um, just going to invite you now to notice the, the, the feeling in your head and neck, which again can be such a place of, of holding. And an invitation just to turn your head first to one side very slowly and gently, and then to the other side. And again, can you stay with the sensations of this? So we're not just getting ahead of ourselves. We're actually tracking our experience, present with our experience, moment by moment, just as a way of loosening up the neck, releasing the neck. Maybe in due course, there's a nodding that actually would feel helpful. 
And in a sense, maybe just before we move on, of letting your body have a stretch, one of the things I've been noticing is how with this sense of being uh, isolated or in our homes, it can sometimes feel like the body has cramped and become more constricted. And, and stretching upwards, almost like you're pushing out your boundaries again, kind of reclaiming your space. You may want to stretch up. You may want to stretch forwards to, to one side, really to kind of feel that sense of space around you to whatever extent that, that's available for you. There's also part of helping the body to come out of its uh, contractions and its sense of constriction at this time. Again, this is something that we could, could linger with and uh, if we spent the rest of the session doing this, that would be time well spent. And our intention in these sessions is really to offer kind of tasters in a certain way of, of practices that can support us uh, during this difficult time. And so it may be there are, uh, that you can feel that actually, oh yeah, it would be really helpful to take some time each day to, to stand and shake out and stretch and move and really kind of release all that may be accumulating in your body over this time. I know some people have found this a good time to reconnect with dancing or with yoga or with other body practices or just a sense of kind of lying on the floor and stretching and letting the body uncramp how our bodies are and how our minds are so closely related and so the first of this evening's themes in this exploration of finding steadiness in uncertain times is really about taking care of the body grounding and breathing moving and shaking out and the invitation to, to make that a daily, to make those daily practices for resourcing yourselves during this time. And this, this theme of resourcing really runs through this whole session because one of the ways of understanding kind of burnout and stress is, is when the level of challenge that we're experiencing over time overwhelms our sense of resource and our sense of resourcing both both physical and mental and you know really the best way to cultivate resilience is to give attention each day to the sense of what resources me what kind of nourishes what uplifts what soothes, what eases, what reminds me of bigger perspectives. Uh, and really the second, second kind of main theme, the first being body, the second main theme of this evening's session is, 
is an invitation to make a daily practice of pausing to remember what we're grateful for, what we appreciate. Pausing and appreciating. So easy when we're feeling anxious to, to not to notice the, the little things in daily life that can nourish us, that can support us. Maybe it's the bird song. Maybe it's the blossom. Maybe it's a kind act that someone does for us. Maybe it's the smile we exchange with a stranger. Maybe it's the taste of food. Maybe it's the comfort of the chair we're living in. Maybe it's, as somebody said to me today, just having a, a simple structure to my day when this time can feel so unstructured. These things are not dramatic, uh, but they can be such a source of support. One of... Uh, one well-known mindfulness teacher says that they're the little things that are not little, they're life. And at this time, uh, so important, so helpful to pause and soak them up, to feel them, even if it's just for 10 seconds in the midst of an incredibly demanding day, just to pause and feel our feet and take a breath and notice the sunlight in the room or just the taste of our lunch. Well, while, while Pilar's doing that, I'm just really appreciating people typing into their, the chat space the things that are nourishing them. So uh, why don't you do that as well? We've had journaling and Pilates and cats and dogs and dancing, planting seeds bird song, cuddles, time with my children, stretching, poetry, family online chats, gardening, definitely poetry, meditation, hugs, watching the sunset, nature, eating a meal, just as you're hearing these read out, just notice the effect on your body and your mind as you hear these. Walking, pottering in the garden, playing my violin, watching sunrise, feeding the fish, dancing in the garden, sewing, drinking herbal tea, crochet, watching the sea, knitting, Green tea, photos of dogs, the dawn chorus. Just seeing how it is to, to let in these beautiful uh, sharings. I, I notice myself feeling just uplifted reading them, smiling, the birds nesting in the garden, my partner's jokes and humor, giving my baby a bath, smiling at strangers. So many uh, references to nature, 
Yeah. I thought I'd, I'd read a poem that some of you will know that, uh, oh yeah, slowing down, somebody says. Gratitude journal. Feeling the sun on my face. Looking at old pictures. Mm. Yeah, just a poem uh, that some of you will know that really is a reminder uh, about how supportive nature can be at a time like this. So you may know this poem, whether you do or not, seeing if you can hear it for the first time. It's a poem by the, the poet and farmer and just wise elder Wendell Berry called The Peace of Wild Things. <clears throat> When despair for the world grows in me and I wake in the night at the least sound in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who tax not their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water Nature. and feel above me the day-blind stars waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world and I'm free. I really appreciate that, uh, that phrase. I come into the peace of wild things who tax not their lives with forethought of grief. And it can be so helpful at a time like this, really to let nature bring us more fully into its present. To let us come into that sense of connection with nature. We, we may need to be practicing uh, social distancing, but can we deepen our connection with whatever nature is available to us, whether that's a plant in our home, whether that's a tree that we look out on from our house, whether that's the sound of birdsong, whether it's this, the sky that we glimpse through our window. We can be so supported and, and nourished by such connection. And really an invitation to make this sense of resourcing pausing and appreciating to make that a daily practice you know in no sense uh, kind of in no sense denying just the intensity the pace the uh, incredible demand of what some people on this call are living through at this time but maybe we actually don't have time not 
to resource ourselves in this way. Maybe this kind of resourcing is really important for us uh, in this particularly. Perhaps it's never been more important for us than at this time. So that's the, the, the second of, of the themes this evening. The first was about the body, the sense of grounding, being more with our feet at this time, moving and shaking. The second, this theme of pausing and appreciating, taking in what resources and nourishes us. And the third is simply practicing kindness. Practicing kindness. There's a saying, when life is so hard, how can we be anything but kind? And maybe at a time like this, that indeed feels so hard, we can sense the, the timeless wisdom of practicing kindness. In so many spiritual and wisdom traditions, kindness is regarded as our best protection, is regarded as the most effective medicine for fear and anxiety. A sense of kindness, a sense of friendliness reconnects us with others from whom we may be feeling uh, disconnected and uh, isolated. A kindness that we may not always feel, but can we still practice? This is part of the, 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 the radical freedom of kindness, that, that it doesn't depend on feeling. It's something we can actually just commit to practicing day by day with that confidence that whatever we practice, we get better at. And we're always practicing something. If, if I practice anxiety, I get better at being anxious. If I practice anger, I get better at being angry. If I practice kindness, then that too will be more available, will be more uh, present in the garden of our hearts and in the garden of our lives. And so that, that uh, those simple gestures of smiling, of, of saying hello, of if we are interacting with others, just asking them how they're doing, of messaging people we know are vulnerable at this time. There is something in uncertain times, there's something deeply steadying in choosing to live by our best values, in choosing to live by our best values, even when we don't feel like it. It's one of the great sanities and one of the radical freedoms of which humans are capable of choosing to live by the values that they really believe in that they uh, know to be what's the 
wisest response to difficult times. These, these times ask us what, what goodness, what humanity is possible in the midst of this. What's the opportunity here to recommit these precious, finite, beautiful and vulnerable lives to what we believe in most deeply, to what we know to be most important in the experience of being human. And I hope that in some way this evening's session has, has uh, supported us all in, in remembering that. <clears throat> these, these three themes uh, of, of body, grounding and breathing, moving sh and shaking, releasing. The theme of pausing and appreciating, just the, the simple blessings, the little moments that uh, can touch us and can nourish us when we stop and receive. And the deep protective wisdom and generosity of choosing to practice kindness as a steadying compass through these difficult times. So as I said at the start, uh, some of this may resonate, some may be helpful and uh, supportive. You might want to, to, to uh, integrate it into your days and some maybe not, in which case just let it go. But in any way, I and all of us at the Oxford Mindfulness Centre really uh, send you our heartfelt best, best wishes uh, during this time.